Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone, it's another episode of The Roman Show. We welcome title contender Junior Dos Santos and top ranked fighter Jessica Aguilar on The Roman Show, which starts right now. Step down to the get down. Alright, whenever you're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Lido, go. Lido, go. Lido, Surgeon, go. Lido, go. Lido, go. Lido, go. GNC, we're going. Tell them to go. Control, go. Go, go. Go, go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Covering, go. Capcom, we're go. Lido. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. It's the week of May 8th, another episode of The Roman Show. We are pumped because the upcoming UFC 211 pay-per-view fight card is just absolutely amazing. And we've got two of those fighters that are part of the card here on the program, including title contender who will be part of the main event, Junior Dos Santos. He takes on Stipe Mioshiek in a... Second meeting between the two for the heavyweight championship title. Also, Jessica Aguilar, a top-ranked rank, top fighter who was the former WSOF champion, will be on the program to talk about her fight, which is in the prelims, as she takes on Courtney Casey, part of the UFC 211 fight card taking place in Dallas. And, of course, my man here, George Alonzo, joining me, also the host of Wrestle City Radio. What's going on, George? How dare you? Did I forget the dashing part? Uh, you know what? I'll let you slide because I'm enjoying a beautiful, sparkling grapefruit martini. Grapefruit martinis. Where did you leave off your grapes or your grapefruits? That is for the ladies to know. Anyway, give me a second. Let me slip. Well, as he keeps slipping and uh, swallowing that martini there, We'll get some messages out of the way. Titan FC returns to action May 19th at the Pembroke City Center. It airs live on UFC Fight Pass, but you can get your tickets right now, Ticketmaster.com or TitanFighting.com. They're going to have two titles on the line, George. One of them being Jose Shorty Torres versus Farkad Sharapov. And the Bantamweight title will be on the line. Also, Jay-Z Calvacante versus Kirk Hollible. That is for the Titan FC, the vacant lightweight title. Two titles on the line. It's going to be a stellar fight. May 19th, it airs live on UFC Fight Pass. And yours truly will be calling the action. He'll be the ring announcer, man. Congratulations, man. Uh, seriously, big uh, congratulations. Cool. All right. So, Aslan Rub, George. You got to rub it. Before, during, and training, I'm preparing actually to go to Thailand and train some Muay Thai. So, I make sure to rub this stuff on my body. Prior, during, and after because tell you, it really protects any injuries, any bumps and bruises. Heck, even when, uh, you know, you got a little smack down and lay the strudel down. Actually, I'm wearing some right now. I can smell it. Yeah, it, it, it's working phenomenal. AthlonRub.com, that's the website to find out more information. That's AthlonRub.com. Okay, guys, let's get straight to it. We're going to talk some pro wrestling in reality check. Reality check. Reality check. 
Well, George, Emma, and Braun Strowman did not have a good vacation in Europe as both of them suffered injuries and they won't be competing for some time. Now, Emma came back. She was going to have a different uh, character, personality, and she came back as the Emmalina and was really on a roll. You know, people were really picking up. She was a good heel and unfortunately gets, well, hit with this uh, injury with a, a dislocated shoulder. And then Braun Strowman. If you really look at the roster of Monday Night Raw, George, Braun Strowman stands out. I mean, he's, he is the guy when it comes to a heel. Uh, yeah, of course. And uh, to also correct, uh, he, she came back for one day as Emmalina. And then she did a whole teaser for Emma. And then uh, she's been working this program with Dana Brooke. And uh, basically, yeah, she's had nothing but bad luck when it comes to injuries. I believe this is her second or third injury already uh, ever since being in the main roster. Uh, but yes, when it comes to injuries, not, not saying that everyone else's injuries don't matter, but yes, when you say injury, it's kind of like the whole Seth Rollins deal. When Seth Rollins got injured, everyone was at, oh my God, Seth, Seth, Seth. Yes, Braun Strowman is right up there when it, because Braun Strowman is one of those guys you see future when it comes to big men. And uh, I have to say, yeah, it really, really, you know, bites the big one to see that Braun Strowman got injured. Yeah, it really is going to bite the dust there because Braun Strowman right now, that angle between him and Roman Reigns is, pr- is pretty much it from Monday Night Raw, George. Because yeah, Brock Lesnar is nowhere to be found. He's apparently coming back at this great titled pay-per-view, Great Balls of Fire. And to a point in that we still do not know who he's going to be facing. And then you have Dean Ambrose who's feuding with The Miz and whoever else is left over. Yeah, pretty much, uh, because apparently, according to rumors, Braun Strowman was supposed to get a shot at the title at Great Balls of Fire. Uh, Most most likely what's going to happen is that they're going to turn things around now and have Roman Reigns go after the title, even though we worked with the program that he was injured to or was badly hurt by Braun Strowman. But I think they're just going to do a complete 360. They're going to go the other way because I think Roman Reigns was supposed to go second when it comes to title defenses or one of the last people. Uh, and now instead, it's going to be Roman Reigns going first and then Braun Strowman upon return. Hope, uh, but I could tell you this right, right now. I was so by, even if they wait for it, I could buy into a buy rate of SummerSlam if it was Brock Lesnar versus Braun. Just saying, because I feel like that match will sell tickets. Oh, absolutely. But see, I would wait for WrestleMania. Nah. For Braun versus Brock, no. Uh, For Roman versus Brock, maybe WrestleMania. But Roman versus, uh, I mean, sorry, Braun versus uh, Brock, I would say definitely SummerSlam. But, you know, Brock and and Strowman met after WrestleMania, remember? And uh, a little tease there. So why not hold it all the way for one year from now and, and have those two faces, you know, battle the Giants? Technically, they be, yeah, they, they would have, if we wait one more year, Roman, they, they would literally been teasing this for about two years now. Because I think Braun Strowman has been planning on attacking Brock ever since Braun was even part of the Wyatt family. So is this goes on for a long, long time. This is not just uh, three months or one, it, it's been teased for more than plenty of time but that's why i'm saying like to me don't don't 
shadow out SummerSlam because now SummerSlam is being looked at as a legitimate a pay-per-view once again, just like back in the 1980s, 1990s, when SummerSlam was actually looked at as a you know rank up there with WrestleMania. Basically, SummerSlam is your second WrestleMania of the year. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, Titus O'Neil is in hot water, apparently. Well, not apparently. TMZ is reporting that a cameraman who was filming during the, a prank of the program Swerve for WWE Network is suing Titus O'Neil after... Well, the pro wrestler reacted uh, in a very non-pleasing way, and he's suing for damages. You know, Titus O'Neil, and then the other, I think it was last week, he got in trouble, allegedly, by posting pictures of Braun Strowman and Roman hanging out. What the, and then, what, last year, he got suspended for acting a certain way against, uh, uh, for, in front of Vince McMahon? This guy just has bad luck. Well, here's the funny part that I see all in all this. Uh, Titus O'Neil is one of those guys that the WWE looked at as your spokesperson for anti-bullying and such. Now, what's going to happen if this story, if let's say, hopefully it's a rumor, but let's say if, if this story hits facts and gets spread even worse, what's going to happen for the whole anti-bullying situation? That's what you have to ask yourself because... Titus O'Neil was one of those faces for the anti-bullying campaigns. As a matter of fact, I saw him up in Orlando uh, for the anti-bullying campaign uh, that I went to go see. So it's going to really, really question that because it, it sucks. It really sucks. It really does. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but it really, you have to think: Is Titus O'Neil's future in question? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely do feel that it's under question. Too many, too many strikes. You know, it comes to a point, and I, I, I see, or at one point I saw Titus O'Neil after, you know, they were separated with uh, Darren Young as uh, the primetime players. I, I, I could have seen a good future for Titus O'Neil. He has the look. He's a big dude. He's well spoken, but just there's something mid. Now they got him with his aging gimmick. But just something was just missing out of Titus O'Neil. But he could have been, you know, your Bobby Lashley of today. Yeah, he could have. But uh, something was, like how you're saying, something was missing. I don't know what it was. I, I, I don't work there. Again, I, all I could say is, I, I, as a fan, something was not grabbing my attention about Titus O'Neil. But I'm actually enjoying this gimmick now that he's on with the whole agent thing that he's doing with him and Apollo Crews. I'm really catching on. I really like it. It's pretty funny if you ask me. But uh, I, really, you have to hope, if you're a Titus O'Neil fan, you have to hope at that, hey, bygones be bygones. But if you're not or if something's amiss, then you just really have to start wondering what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, Jim Ross, uh, we saw him return to commentate, uh, commentating booth in WWE at WrestleMania, but he's teaming up with Nigel McGuinness to call the UK shows will be airing on WWE Network. Good news. Fresh air for us. Oh, yeah. And let me just say, Jim Ross and, and of course, Nigel McGuinness both commentating, uh, commentating at the same time. That, I will enjoy it so much, especially because it's for the United Kingdom show. Take my money. Well, we got a lot of pro wrestling happening this weekend here in South Florida the day before Mother's Day. We want to wish all of our mothers out there a happy Mother's Day and enjoy it with your family, your children, whomever it may be. But 
on May 13th, we got two shows happening here in South Florida. First off with the Brain Buster Pro Wrestling versus Full Throttle Pro Wrestling. That takes place in um, Hollywood at 7190 Davy Road Extension. That's at the Hollywood West Elks Lodge. You got the Full Throttle Pro Wrestling guys versus the Brain Buster Pro Wrestling guys going at it one-on-one. And then, not too far from there, in Coral Springs, you have the Fighting Evolution uh, Wrestling taking place in Coral Springs. And you guys gave, guys named, uh, you guys, guys like Adam Rose, uh, Angelina Love, you got uh, Moose from TNA, you got the Spirit Squad. Am I missing someone else? Uh, Headbangers. Yeah, I'm thinking off the top of my head. If you're no, I think you got them all. I did get them all, and that is going to be uh, again at Coral Springs High School, seven two zero one West Sample Road, Coral Springs. It's called titled May Day. Shout out there for to our good friend JB Cool. Again, the Headbangers, Adam Rose, Spirit Squad, Angelina Love, and TNA or Impact Wrestling's Moose will be in the house. And uh, even uh, Sweet Johnny Velvet's going to be there. Yeah, and of course, uh, the Snake Master, which you better keep that snake away from me. I'll make sure we let him know. So don't miss that. That's this Saturday, May 13th at Coral Springs High School, 7201 West Sample Road, May 13th. Mark it on your calendar. And uh, you and myself will be out there. So make sure that you, the guys out there smile for the cameras, George. Yeah, and uh, maybe you could even bring me a martini. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. But look, before we celebrate, we're going to welcome in right now Junior Dos Santos and Jessica Aguilar. Both of these fighters will be on the UFC 211 fight card. Junior's going up against the champion, Steven Moshek, in a rematch. First time around, Junior Dos Santos defeated the champ way back when in 2014. And Jessica Aguilar is only her second fight in the UFC as she is taking on Courtney Casey. That is this Saturday, May 13th. So you check out some great wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then right after, you go to your local bar and watch some UFC. It's a great night. Yeah, double duty. Like, uh, even, it, it, man, if you're a double fan of all of this, you, it's a win-win. Just like we are. Absolutely, win-win. absolutely. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to welcome in first, ladies first, Jessica Aguilar. Followed by Junior Dos Santos coming up next on The Roman Show. Jessica Aguilar, thanks so much for joining us here uh, and taking an opportunity to speak to us. Of course, you're, you're returning back to the Octagon, May 13, UFC. 
211 in Dallas against Courtney Casey. First and foremost, Jess, how are you feeling? I know you're coming back from that torn ACL I injury. Can't tell those. Well, I'm, it's, thank you for having me again. I feel good. Training is going well. Um, you know, uh, it, in every training camp, there's bumps and bruises, but everything is good, and I'm, I'm happy to be back finally. Yes, thank you. So you, you were away for some time, of course, because of the injury. Um, did that have any impact uh, mentally? Uh, you know, it's it's uh, not mentally, but this has been the the, uh, the longest time that I've been off. So um, I've just been uh, occupied with other things. I opened up my new business, um, and uh, I've been you know rehabbing and getting back, uh, getting getting ready to get back. So I've I've kind of uh, been busy. <laughs> so I, I've uh, it, it's it's been good. It's been a good time. So that that itching to get back in the octagon, of course, had to be you're, you're ready to go. For sure, yeah. That itch is, yeah. Like I said, this is the this is the longest that I've gone without fighting in my career. Um, so yeah, I've never felt this way before, and uh, you know, it's a new experience, and and we're just going through that. But um, I'm happy to be back, and and happy to uh, be on that amazing card in Texas. And, and where did you obtain that injury? When were you aware of it? Was it after your fight with uh, Claudia? No, um, my my injury occurred when I was training for another camp. I think it was UFC 197. Um, but it was in camp, and then I tore my ACL. Yeah, and I understand that the rehab there is pretty challenging, very painful. I'm sorry. That the, the rehab could be pretty painful for the torn ACL. Oh yeah, no, it's a it's a pretty um, pretty big surgery, ACL, and I had to you know uh, they. I did it with my own patella tendon. They cut out my own patella tendon, but it's so the rehab. Yeah, it's really expensive, but I had a good doctor, and and uh, everything went well, and it's feeling it's feeling strong. It's actually feeling better than the other one, so um, I have a new knee. So while you're away, like you said, you worked on uh, on yourself, and you opened up a business. Tell us a little bit about the business. It's inside the American Top Team Coconut Creek, no? Yeah, that's correct. Me and my partner and my fiance, uh, we opened up a juice bar here inside the, the New America Top Team. It's called Carbon Juice Bar. So we've been busy with that, you know, staying busy with that, and then my rehab. So everything is going well, and, and uh, you know, just just a different part of 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 my journey. So while you are away, it's been a year and in, in change. Uh, what can you tell me about the strawweight division in the UFC? What have you seen uh, as you were sitting back here for a while? Uh, it's been it's been awesome. You know, you have great talent. The talent's getting better. The fights are getting better. Um, so it, it's exciting to see how far it's come um, from when I started 11 years ago. So it, it's been pretty cool. I, I love to see the ladies continue growing and, and evolving and, and um, getting better. So it's uh, it's a it's I think it's the it's the best division in, in the UFC for me, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's been a long way, Jessica. I remember. Probably being there at one of your first first fights uh, in uh, at the Hard Rock uh, in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale, and you know back then you didn't have that that uh, you had to sell yourself that personality. But now it's a whole different ball game uh, when it comes to women's MMA and MMA in general too. Exactly. No, it's a whole different ball game. MMA itself, it's, it's a whole different uh, from when I started. And uh, it's just, it's nice to see that, you know, the growth. That's what it's all about, growing and, and evolving. So it's its pretty cool to see the ladies um, showcasing, you know, the main cards and, and, you know, getting as much attention as the guys. So it's, it's really neat. It's really neat to see. And, and I'm still, I'm still you know, happy to be in the mix. And, and uh, you know, just, it's, I'm just living it, you know. I'm just living my sport and doing what I love to do. Um, 
so it, it's nice to see the growth. Yeah, looking looking at the the girls in, in the UFC in your division, your 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 record by far just stands out. It's phenomenal. You have the most experience of them all. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's been eleven years, so yeah, it's been a while. You know, a lot of these uh, ladies, um, you know, they have a handful of fights. Uh, they have a lot of martial art experience uh, training since they were young. So it's you know. It's it's nice to see that, but yeah, I I have a I in my career earlier in my career I used to fight four to five times a a year, so you know it's uh it, they've racked up I've racked some some fights up <laughs> throughout the years. Now I know too that not only of of course you were training, you're building your 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 business, but you you were uh, working with uh, the local South Florida promotion Titan SC as a matchmaker. Are you still doing that? No, I'm not doing that right now. Um, that was just another, you know, uh, thing that I was doing on my off time and, you know, helping uh, Titan FC. Um, but not, I'm not doing that anymore. Gotcha. So, leading up, Courtney, you got her coming up on uh, May 13. She's coming off a loss against Claudia, uh, which was well, your first defeat in the UFC. Um, what can you tell me about your opponent? Um, well, she's a tough girl. It's a, it's a good fight to, to come back after two, almost two years. Um, you know, and she's, she always brings it. She's, she has, she's always game to, to, you know, she always, she's always up for fighting. So it, it's going to be a good fight. Anything specific that stands out from her? Uh, no, I, you know, no, no, no. I mean, I, I, she's a tough girl and, and, uh, she's, she's young and she's hungry. So and, and it's, that, uh, uh -huh. and yeah, it's, it's, that, that's a challenge, you know? And of course, you've been in the game for 11 years, Jess. So, so we still got more time in you as a fighter. Yeah, I still have six more fights in me. I said, I, I said, uh, you know, I, I, I said I, I'm going to reach the 30th fight, and then that's, that's, I'm done. Is there something that, of course, of winning the title? That that's I'm sure one of your dreams. But is there Absolutely. something else? Absolutely, that's always a goal. You know, I've, I, every since I started this this career, I always wanted to be the best, and that's still that's the competitive side in me. You know, that's the, that's my competitive spirit. I I don't do this just to be a fighter, and I do this to be the best. So yeah, that's the goal is is to. But right now, my my fight that I'm focused at this moment is is the fight that I have on May 13th, UFC 211 against. Uh, Courtney Casey. So uh, you know, after that, then after that win, then I can keep claiming those ranks and and then uh, you know reach that that title contention fight. Well, Jess, I want to thank you for your time, and we look forward to seeing you in action May 13 in the big stacked UFC 211 uh, pay-per-view fight card in Dallas, Texas. Thanks so much, Jess. Thank, thank you so much, for local and, and guys, don't miss it. It's gonna be. You know, there's it's a car full of ATT guys. I think we have like nine people yeah. here with two belts coming back home with us. And it's just going to be a great show. So uh, don't miss it. May 13th, UFC 211. Also, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Jessica Tag Aguilar. And uh, like always, Rolico, thank you for, for, for having me. And uh, I'll speak to you soon.
and you. Good, good, good. Thanks. Well, uh, Junior, I won't take too much time from you, but uh, tell me a little bit of the training going into this fight against Stipe, uh, well, May 13th. Yeah, the training. The training is going very well, actually. Uh, this is the last week, you know, of uh, hard training. So everything is going as we planned. Uh, so I'm very happy, you know. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm, you know, on May 13th, you guys will be like, Maybe uh, my 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 you know best one of my best shapes uh, ever you know because I'm feeling great. Would you say that this is the best you've ever? You said one of the best, but this is would this be better than the first time? Say when you won the, the title belt, uh, as far as how you feel going into this fight and why? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm feeling. Because now I'm I'm more you know I have more experience uh, I'm a more you know mature guy so everything uh, everything better for me you know working well in my life so and I uh, just because I decided you know I I I, I realized that uh, uh, you know I was trying to be something something. I, I'm not, you know, and now now I'm going back to the old Junior Dos Santos, you know, my boxing skills will be for sure my my, my main strategy all the time, but I'm, I'm ready for everything, and, uh, and like I said, you know, I have, I have learned a lot during this time, and that's why I'm saying I, I, this is one, this is going to be uh, the best shape of my life. So you say that you matured and and you're gonna go back to the boxing. In what aspect have you matured? I mean, on a personal level, as a, as a fighter. I'm sorry. Say it again. You said that you matured, but uh, when you say matured, did you would you say that you matured as a as a fighter and how or on a personal level? Yeah, personal and uh, as a fighter too. You know, because uh, yeah, I, I say that because I I, I went through like. Uh, many many things uh, in the past, you know, with my career uh, and also my life. So now uh, I, I, I learned. Uh, I learned from those moments, you know. I learned from everything what I what I was living living. So so now that's why I'm saying, you know, I'm more mature and I I'm gonna be using that, you know. I'm I have more experience. I'm smarter. I'm stronger and ready to go. So anything different that you've done in, in this camp compared to others? Uh, maybe you have the conditioning or, or, or the drills? Not really, you know. Uh, not, not Nothing very different, you know. Almost the, the, the same things. Uh, the only difference that I can see in the whole preparation for this fight is my is the, the, the mental preparation. You know, I'm ready for this. And I want this moment. I want to be there. I want to be fighting against Stephen Miocic, who, who, who I respect a lot because he's a great champion. But man, there's place for just one number one in this world, and this guy would be myself. Now, now, Junior, this is the second time you fight Stipe. Way back in 2014, uh, you defeated him. So, how have you seen him evolve? Of course, he's champion, but how have you seen him evolve over the time? Yeah, he got a, a lot better, you know. He's a much stronger fighter now, you know. Much, uh, uh, he, he improved in, in many, many aspects, you know. And I, I'm sure I'm going to be fighting against a, 
tougher uh, opponent at this time. Uh, but same as me, you know, I, I'm better now. I'm, I'm feeling stronger, and I'm living uh, a great moment. So I, 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 I'm no, no doubt it's going to be a great fight. And also, I can say, you know, uh, Stephen Miocic doesn't know 50% of Junior dos Santos. And now, on May 13th, I'm ready to give him 100% of me. And, and Junior, you, you just, you're an American top team now. So you're in Florida. You, when did you make that yeah. change? Uh, it was like uh, a year and a half ago, something mm-hmm. like this, you know. Uh, I came here because, you know, HT is a great team. We have some great coaches here. And also we have a great uh, structure, you know, that uh, give us uh, a, a great uh, 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 preparation, a great uh, uh, training camp. So uh, it's, it's, it's been very important for me to be here. Uh, and also America, man, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, everything is easier here, you know, better actually easier than in Brazil. So I'm I'm having good time here with my family, with my son and my wife. So uh, I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy that people treat me well here. And congratulations! So you just you just had your first son, no? Yeah, yeah, my first son, and yeah, that's also a, a extra motivation for me, you know, because man, that's that's amazing. I'm living amazing times in my life now with him. And that's all what matters for me right now. Well, you sound very happy. Now, looking at your record, Junior, you have fought the best of the best in the heavyweight division from from the Canes, from the Alistairs, um, the Mark Hunts. Do you think that the heavyweight division, the UFC, is strong um, compared to when you started? Now you got guys like Derek Lewis are in the mix now. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, the, the heavyweight division uh, is living... Uh, a good moment, you know. We have some great fighters, you know, uh, in the in the scenario right now. And yeah, like you said, you know, I fought all of them, many of them, and I'm happy for that, you know. And uh, uh, everything what happened in the past was uh, a big lesson for me, and that's why I'm so confident to tell you I'm ready to be the champion again, and I'm ready to stay there for a long time. Because when I see, when I look at those guys, you know, and uh, I, 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 you know, I try to, to compare myself with them. I can see myself in the first position of that ranking because, uh, because man, I have enough skills to, and I believe really bad that I can knock anyone, uh, 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 anyone in the world out, you know, and that's what I'm, going, uh, what I'm coming for on uh, May 13th. Junior, say you win this title. You defeat Stipe. Who, who do you think you would defend it first against? Well, I have no idea. You know, I have no idea. But it doesn't really matter. You know, I'll fight. Uh, like I'll fight. Uh, I'll fight. I, I I used to say I'll fight anyone, but we will see. We will <laughs> talk about because this guy. Some some of these guys, you know, they 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 are not uh, fair enough. You know, and you know, and. Yeah, they denied uh, uh, many, many fights. So we have to talk with the UFC after this. But I, I'm not, I'm not worried about this because, uh, like I, I told you, I'm made. I am made of truth. You know what you got, what you guys saw of Junior dos Santos in the past. You know was all of that was truth, and now it's, it's still truth. You know that's why I'm so confident that I can redo it. 
mm-hmm. I can do it again, you know, become champion again because I know how to do it. And I was, I wasn't doing anything wrong, wrong in the past. You know, that was me. And that, that, and this is going to be me again on May 13th. And when I become, when I'm going to become champion again with USADA, without USADA, with new rules on the UFC uh, or without new rules, that's going to be 100% Junior Dos Santos. And Junior, do you see yourself fighting more than once in a year? Uh, since last year you fought once, 2015 fought once, and then uh, 2014 as well. Maybe defend the title uh, once later this year? If you win God it? God willing, my friend. God willing, because that's what I most want. You know, I want to uh, I wanna, I wanna be healthy, and I'll, I'll, I think I'm going to be able to do that. You know, more than two or maybe three fights in, the, in a year. Because uh, I'm a fighter, I love to do this, and man, it makes me very excited, you know, it makes me feel alive. So I, I want to be there, you know, punching this guy in the face and getting punched, and uh, it, makes me, it makes me feel very good. Uh, get back in the line and I'll wait for your chance, you wait for your time. Because <laughs> man, yeah, some of the guys, they denied to fight me three times, and other guys, two times so i was i was very upset with all everything you know and but now it doesn't matter anymore that's what i'm saying now i'm having ha- i'm fighting the best uh, heavyweight in the scenario right now which is mio Chich, and uh, i'll beat him on may 13th ladies and gentlemen listeners all around the world welcome to the showdown well, George, there you heard Junior Dos Santos taking on Stipe Mosiek. You know, if I have to really give you my predictions, I'm going to have my money here on Junior Dos Santos. Uh, I'll tell you why. Although Stipe has evolved as a fighter, but I think that Junior Dos Santos this time around, we're going to see that, like he said, we're going to see that old JDS, the one that knocked out Cain Velasquez in, I don't know, I think it was like less than two minutes or something like that, when UFC debuted on Fox. So I got my money on JDS. I think that we've also been seeing this more and more in the heavyweight division of the UFC that the fighter just not just doesn't keep the title for so long. It's not like these other weight classes where the fighters keep it for a long time. And ever often you see the heavyweight title just change hands time and time again in the UFC. It just happens. You know, big guys, they just, they, they just bring it all the time. Yeah, definitely, and and I have to, by the way, side with you on this as well. I do think uh, Junior Dos Santos for the win on this one, uh, just because it's experience. Like, Junior Dos Santos has been pushed against the wall before, and the man has came out swinging and winning. So, and he, on top of that, he's a very dangerous fighter, no matter where you put him, standing or ground. But basically, Junior Dos Santos, I feel like, will win this fight. Nothing to take away from his opponent. But like how you said, he has evolved. He he is younger. But Junior Dos Santos is one of those guys that I exclude from the things that I used to say all the time about the young lion and the, the old lion. Junior Dos Santos is one of those guys I exclude from that list because Junior Dos Santos does not age. <laughs> the man just keeps on getting better with age. So my money's on that. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to have my money on, uh, on Junior Dos Santos uh, once again carrying the title as he once held it. But 
lost to Takeem Velasquez. And then you, the the card is just stacked, man. It's about darn time we get a great stacked card. You got Joanna defending her title against Jessica Andrade, Damian Maya versus George Masvidal. Damian Maya, of course, uh, one of the best in the ground games, but he has really polished up his skills in the stand-up game, and, and Masvidal loves to stand up, so either one could take this, but if Masvidal defeats Damian Maya, Masvidal is just maybe a couple of fights away from a title shot against maybe, maybe, potentially, maybe, possibly. You know, George, George Masvidal has defeated just recently Donald Taroni, who had been on a roll, so you never know. I, I'd really be interested to see what happens if Masvidal defeats Damian Maya. Of course, he has to be put into title contention. Frankie Edgar, a former champion versus Yair Rodriguez. Yair, this is a guy that I love to see fight because he is just out of the matrix. He does these crazy kicks, these I don't know where they come from punches, but the guy is just exciting. And he comes straight out of Mexico. I'm sure you've seen a couple of fights from him. But against Frankie Edgar, by far one of the toughest, toughest opponents that he will face as Edgar is a former champion himself. So if Yair could defeat Edgar, this guy's also up there as far as getting a potential fight um, for the title. Henry Cejudo, a guy who fought for the title, is getting an opportunity to fight Sergio Pettis. These are two guys that at one point were considered, you know, top, 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 which is still out. They're still up there in the, in the top ten. So either one of, uh, of these guys getting a victory could build themselves a record up and possibly get another potential title fight. So UFC 211, really, really, really impressive uh, fight card. And then in the prelims, you got Eddie Alvarez, a former champion, versus Dustin Poirier. And the list goes on and on. David Branch, who was part of the WSOF, he was a champion. He is coming to the UFC in the octagon. He is also fighting. So check that out this weekend, UFC 211. Do not miss it on pay-per-view now to finish things off michael bisping the welterweight champion uh he, we have not heard from him as far as defending a title the only thing we do know is that he will take on georgia st pierre the problem is that georgia st pierre is ready to fight bisping but until october therefore bisping won't defend his title as of right now so who god knows when <laughs> uh, yeah, I I have no comment to say to this. Uh, <laughs> the Bisbing, well, technically, the the question I want to ask you actually, will Dana White allow that? Well, it's a good question. I mean, I know he was he was recovering from some sort of injury last I heard, but you know, this guy has to defend his middleweight title, Bisping. He's a champion, you know, but GSP, a former welterweight champion, mm -hmm. but I know he's coming back and, and there's a big, big deal. I mean, this is, this is a legend. This is a Hall of Famer, and he's coming back to the octagon. And, of course, you have to roll out the red carpet, but at the same time, you have to defend the stable, the title. Now, that is why Anderson Silva was upset. He was scheduled to fight at the UFC 212 UFC fight card in Brazil. Unfortunately... His opponent, Calvin Gastelum, will no longer be a part of it because he was caught uh, using uh, or smoking marijuana. Nonetheless, they haven't found an opponent yet for Anderson Silva, but he said, listen, this is unfair. I'm, I'm willing to fight. Put me up against Yoel Romero in an interim middleweight title fight because 
I deserve it. And I agree. Yoel Romero is up for a title shot. He's up for a title shot against Michael Bisping. There's no doubt about it. He won fair and square. I know there's some controversy there for some previous fights that he had. But Yoel Romero is a beast. Put him up against... If it's true that we got to wait for Bisping for GSP after October, then yeah, put up Anderson Silva versus Yoel Romero for an intermediate middleweight title. And then... Line them up together. You know, make it later on, depending on the outcome of that. Because like, that's what happened with Jose Aldo. You know, and, 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 um, and Holloway, they're going to now have fight for to, to unify the title. It's only fair. Don't let the titles be there standing around like nothing. Well, I'm saying this right now. If Joel Romero and, uh, and Anderson do go at it for this interim title that you're speaking of, uh, let's, let's just be honest with something for our listeners. We're not fight makers here, okay? So we're just saying out of the blue. But, but if they do happen to do this, I'm saying that right now, Yoel Romero versus GSP for that title, for the title unification, will be a dream fight. I'm just saying that right now. If that were to happen, because those will be my two picks for those fights, I will pick Yoel Romero over Anderson Silva and, of course, GSP over Bisping. And then Yoel Romero versus uh, GSP for the um, for the merger, uh, I forgot, the unification. I will pay my top dollar for that because those are two great, phenomenal fighters. I would love to see that fight happen. Yeah, it just, just comes to time. You can't have the title out there hanging around uh, to happen a while. Well, look what happened with the featherweight title when McGregor, um, he was off fighting in the lightweight and the welterweight divisions. It was hanging out there. So let's do something about this. Let's not have this middleweight title just hanging out there, relaxing, not being defended. Let's try to put something up there, and let's make some of these fights uh, a little bit more, th- more, more than worthy. Well, that pretty much wraps up the Roman Show. We will catch you next week as we welcome Farkad Sherapop and Jose Shorty Torres. Both these guys are champion, and both of them will be competing for the bantamweight title. Shorty Torres will not defend his flyweight title. Both these guys will face off at Titan FC 44 May 19th. With that being said, we welcome you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash rromano201. Visit our website, theromanshow.com. Follow us on social media on Instagram and Facebook, Roman Show Media, and on Twitter, at The Roman Show. We'll catch you next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. <laughs>